Hello, my friend. Welcome to the One Heart Podcast. I am your host, Brooke Snow, and I'm so grateful to have you here. In this episode, we are going to talk about conditional love and shine a light on how we withhold love from ourselves or others based upon the conditions we may unknowingly be putting upon ourselves or others. Living with conditional love has its consequences, most prominently being the ever-present feeling of not being enough or having to fix or change who you are in order to be loved and accepted. It is a constant state of lack and poverty and one of the greatest epidemics of our time. The great tragedy of this is it doesn't have to be this way because the love we seek is actually already within. This is why I begin each of these episodes with my one heart meditation. We are training ourselves to access the love that is always within us. As such, I invite you to join me now in a short three breath meditation to settle in to your own heart. Breathing in, bringing awareness back to your body and descend down to your heart. Breathing in, opening your heart and exhale, opening just a little more. Breathing in and allow yourself to access the love that is always within you. Saying to yourself, I love and accept you. Welcome friends. One of the most important principles to learn about love is that you always have it inside you. This is why the meditation that we just did and that I repeat at the beginning of every podcast episode invites you to access and embody the love that is always within you. For most of my life, I believed otherwise. I believed love was something I needed to earn. It was something I needed to earn through obedience or perfect behavior. It was something I thirsted for in the approval of others. If others loved me, then it gave me permission to love myself. If others did not love me, then this inevitably meant that something was wrong with me. I was unworthy of love. I needed to fix myself or become someone different who was worthy of love. In truth, what I have just described is conditional love. I will love you if. Others will love you if. You deserve love if. You can be happy if. You can love others if. You can be your true self if. These are all conditions. I never knew I was experiencing conditional love, but this is what I've known most of my life. I don't blame anyone for this. I think this is a normal life experience in a world filled with judgment. 
It's part of the life we experience from eating of the tree of knowledge that we learned about in episode three. We enter a world of judgment and duality. Adults teach us what is socially, culturally, or ethically right and wrong. We learn through a system of punishment and reward that by behaving or being a certain way, we receive love and approval. And if we don't behave or appear a certain way, we do not receive love and approval. We become conditioned to the expectations of those around us. We become domesticated, just like we domesticate a dog. We give rewards for good behavior. We give punishment or we withdraw love to show we don't approve in order to teach obedience. It works for dogs and it works for people. We become trained and conditioned to behave in a way that will give us the love we seek. Except the problem is in all this conditioning, we learn to reject who we really are in order to be someone different to receive more love. We learn there is an ideal way to be. We learn who the ideal woman is or the ideal man. We learn what makes the ideal daughter, son, friend, student, athlete, performer, spouse, and on and on. We learn this from our cultural conditioning. And we eventually figure out Even if it's subconsciously, we figure out that who this ideal is does not match who we really are. We become aware that we have a deficit, a dreaded, awful deficit of not being good enough for the ideal. My body isn't the ideal image. My appearance isn't the ideal image. My personality isn't the ideal image. My skills and abilities are not the ideal image. My hopes and dreams are not the ideal image. My role as daughter, wife, mother, friend, so often are not the ideal image. I have all sorts of nuanced and unique quirks that feel so different from this ideal image that I judge myself as not enough. And no matter how much I strive to be this ideal, I discover that I am not this image no matter how hard I try. My human self keeps messing it all up and I just don't seem to ever get there. Or if I do, it doesn't last for long. Or perhaps I have managed to obtain the illusion of this image, but then someone gives me a criticism and judgment which, in effect, creates a new image of what I should be, and I have a deficit once again. Have you ever felt that you were not enough for whatever ideal image you have in your mind? Have you ever felt that you didn't deserve love because you didn't match an ideal image? Have you ever felt that others expected you to be someone different than you were? Have you ever expected yourself to be different than you are? I have felt this most of my life. I wasn't aware I was feeling this 
Instead, I interpreted these feelings as motivation to improve myself and achieve. I just need to be more productive. I just need to be more fit and healthy. I just need to be more fashionable, more successful, more domestic, more righteous or spiritual. If I could just be more of something, then I could be loved. Or maybe it was that I needed to be less of something. How many times had I been told I was too much, too serious, too ambitious, too much temper, too sensitive, too fat, too this or too that? If only I could be less of something, maybe then I could be loved. This, my friends, is conditional love. I will love you if. We do this to ourselves and we do this to others. This has shown up for me over and over again in the relationships in my family. Countless times I have told myself the story, if only I was more or less, fill in the blank, then I wouldn't have this conflict in this relationship. Or maybe it was, if only I was more or less fill in the blank, then this other person would love and approve of me. Conditional love. Not only was I believing that I couldn't be loved until I met a certain image, I would also withhold my own love when others didn't meet the image I had for them. I certainly wasn't going to be my lovely true self for my children or husband if they weren't behaving the way I wanted them to. I'm not going to be my happy, loving self if my husband is late or if my children are misbehaving or if my husband has a different opinion or if my children haven't done what I think they should have done. They don't deserve to have that version of me unless they have earned it. Now I'm using conditional love to manipulate other people. I have done this for as long as I can remember. I have withheld love from myself and others based on conditions. This is how I was raised. Not explicitly, of course. It's just a natural consequence of being in a world so full of judgment for what the perfect ideal is. We are taught this by the media our culture, community, religion, family, education, and an entire world of judgments based upon what people have agreed upon to be the right or wrong or good or bad way of being. What is the ideal? Unfortunately, this version of love is not fulfilling or everlasting. How long can you maintain the perfect image? What happens when you fail? And perhaps more importantly, how much of your authentic self have you had to abandon in order to achieve this ideal image? Will love feel the way I hoped it will if I have given up who I am in order to receive it? Or will it feel hollow because I have erased my authentic self to gain the approval of others. Unconditional love is different. 
unconditional love just is. There are no conditions to giving love or receiving it. You don't earn it or deserve it. Love is simply there, regardless of behavior, regardless of ideals. Beautifully unconditional love. This love is not based on judgment. It's not based on ideals. It's not based on behavior. This is the love that always exists inside of each of us. This is the love that made the universe filled with infinite variety and uniqueness on purpose. This is the love that breathes life and light into every living thing. This is the love that is our natural state of being. We are born this way. Think of a new baby who has their physical and emotional needs met. What is the state of being of this new child? It's love. This childlike state does not see the world in judgment. The child simply is. As very small children, before we have learned the conditioning of judgment, we exist as love. We like what we like. We express exactly what we are feeling. We know who we are drawn to and who we are not drawn to. We are curious about the world. We don't see through the lens of race, religion, nationality, or politics. We haven't yet learned the stories of judgment about anyone, most especially ourselves. We live in the present because we haven't yet learned how to ruminate on the past or to fear the future. We just enjoy life. We accept ourselves exactly as we are. We accept others exactly as they are. We haven't yet learned that anyone should be different than they are right now because of not meeting some ideal. We don't think about what we look like and how we appear to others. We see ourselves and others with the heart, not the mind. When Jesus taught his followers to become as a little child, to enter the kingdom of heaven, I imagine this childlike state of being, this state of mind. It is the mind before we learned all the conditioning and judgment. It is the mind of unconditional love. And when we are free from this judgment, we experience heaven. There's a beautiful peacefulness when we stop rejecting who we are or we stop rejecting who someone else is. I think an apt description of hell is self-rejection and withholding and denying love because of judgment and not meeting an ideal. If hell is self-rejection and withholding love, then heaven is love and acceptance. 
It is a deep sense of belonging, not only to others, but to yourself, your true, authentic self. Do you want to live in heaven or do you want to live in hell? I want to live in heaven (laughs) and I am learning. It has everything to do with my ability to access love. The love that is already there inside me. But I have to descend to my heart and let go of the mind's judgments to access this state of unconditional love. It's always there. We never lost it. We just block it by the judgments in our own mind. To live with unconditional love does not require us to learn anything. But it does require us to unlearn many things. Most prominently, it requires us to unlearn our judgments. It requires us to let go of the ideal image we were conditioned to believe was the ticket to love and acceptance. Let go of all the things you think are too much or not enough in who you think you have to be. Let it all go. When those things can be let go of, what remains is the authentic self, the real you. The same authentic you as that beautiful baby you were when you were born and existed in unconditional love, free from judgment. That you is still there. It is always there. I invite you to live from this place more often. Return to the heart. The light in me honors the light in you. Namaste. Hello, friend. If you enjoy this podcast, it would mean so much if you would take the time to rate, review, and subscribe. This is a brand new podcast, and it does so much for helping this podcast to grow and to reach more people. As a thank you, I have also created a free I Love and Accept You meditation you can use to practice living with one heart. It's available on the Co-Create app. Simply download the Co-Create app from the App Store, and it's waiting for you in the free meditations. You can find a link to the Apple or Google App Stores in the show notes of this episode. You are love. Namaste. Namaste.